8.17, welcome, greetings, Friday, 0800-80-1080. Clive, it's Marcus, good evening. Good evening, Marcus. I was diagnosed on Wednesday, I felt real crook, all night. I went to the, uh, the local place to get a, a swab, and they said, no, hospital. Jeepers, next and level. I went, I went to Tauranga Hospital yesterday at half past four. And the service there was bloody fantastic. Wow. X-rays, blood tests, cardiographs. Now, these people that don't want it, best of luck to them. When you got the thing, and then today I've had so many phone calls from people, because I've got low vision and I can't drive, that have rung up and said, this is what we do, we'll pick your groceries up. We'll pick your uh, pills up from the chemist. Yeah. I'm just fascinated how efficient the system is working. It's great news. And yet you hear all these people whinging and bloody moaning. Uh, I, honestly, at, yesterday in the Tauraga Hospital, it was fantastic. You've recovered quickly. What did they do? No, I haven't recovered. I'm isolated now. For They rang me this afternoon with the final test and said, yes, you're positive. Yeah. So now I've got to isolate at home for at least 10 days, possibly 14. But what fascinates me in the interim period, there's so many organisations that are there to help you when you can't get out to get your groceries or get your pills. Uh, we live in a wonderful country because those prunes down in, the, in bloody in Wellington they should have turned the hot water on them. So it's Omicron. You been Omicron? No, those protesters down in Wellington. Yeah, Have you got Omicron? Uh, I don't really know. I think it's just that the at this stage it's the something nineteen. Oh yeah. Um, and they'll, they'll do more testing then. At 6 o'clock, my doctor in Tauranga asked me all the questions in the world. He's there to help me 24-7. He's given me his mobile number. If you're in doubt or you don't feel well, you ring me day or night. Super, super service. They've super served you. Where'd you get it, Clive? We don't know. Who's we? You on your own or you got someone else with you? I've got a partner. And, and he, they're okay? Yes, she hasn't got it, but she's had the five, uh, three doses. Okay, and you've had three or two? I only had two, and I was due for the um, boost one on last Friday. And they've got uh, no idea where you might have got it? No, nah, well, they've rung me and asked me, and they're going to come back again tomorrow with uh, uh, where I've been, who I got involved in. They're trying to trace out, and my next-door neighbour, he's got it. And he got it uh, three days ago. So we can only talk, not even over the fence. We're not allowed to leave the house. Do you think you gave it to your neighbour? No, I don't know where I got it, to be honest. He's extremely... But see, he wouldn't come anywhere near you without two masks and a a fly screen. 
What sort of places do you hang out? Do you hang out at church or the baths or the pub or where do you think it could have been? Uh, I went to a funeral on uh, Tauranga on uh, Friday and after the service we milled around outside but everybody kept their distance. So I, I personally think I can wipe that off. Went to Harvey Normans to get a new phone, possibly there. Um, wow. I, we had lunch in Mitre 10 in a cafe and we were isolated there on a table that was away from everybody else. Um, you know, I can't put a finger on it, to be honest. And Clive, how's your, how's your wife going to run at this? Is she going to look after you or is she going to hide in the spare room? <laughs> well, we've, been, we've been, been in the same room for a long time. While, you know, they, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, She's isolated too. She can't even. We can't go out by either of us. So you know, you, you sound pretty good. Are you chesty? Yes. And um, don't feel like eating, which is rare for me because I'm a two-legged wastemaster. Yeah. Okay. I know your types. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, that's not a bad thing. Probably been off the food for a while. Well, exactly, but. The, Lethargic, let's put it that way. You know, well, aren't, I'm, we, aren't, we, aren't we all most of the time? I'm busy up around like a blue, blue-tailed fly, but uh, I just want to lie down and I can't sleep. So my doctor said, right, take this and this, and I'll ring you tomorrow and we'll go through the whole lot again. Now, where else in the world could you get all that service no. bloody free? And I'm pleased. Were there any other Omicrons in the hospital when you went in? Were there others or were they... Um Oh, you're completely isolated into a beautiful room that's, they had it cleaned before we went in there. And you're isolated, you've got the phone and dilly dab, but absolutely superb. And, and all this came from, where, where, where did you say you went, what did you say you want, went to do when you got the symptoms, you went for a what? I'm sorry, say again? What did you say, when you first had symptoms, where did you go, what did you say you went for? I went to the medical centre up in Caddy Caddy. For what? For a test. Oh, yeah. And the, the doctor there, um, he said, no, hospital. You must have presented, you must have been in, um, you must have been slightly worse for wear when that happened. Yeah, I was, but um, the service in there, they did x-rays, they did um, cardiographs, they did blood tests, Check the oil pressure all the time. Um, just mind-boggling the surface. I reckon you'd be quite fun to work on. You seem like a humorous unit, Clive. Stay in touch. Hey, something from me. Got a few bit of interesting things tonight, but something from me. And I don't know if this is something. If I don't know if this is a thing or not. Maybe it's a thing, maybe it's not a thing. I've noticed and I, I really want someone to tell me about this, I've noticed a lot of dead seagulls on the road, which I never see. And today I've seen about a dozen, well, no, not today, but in the last week I've seen about a dozen of them. Why would that be? Is it the heat? Why are they, been, why are they dying on the, have they slowed down with the heat? Why do you think that is? Like dead. Gillian, it's Marcus, good evening. Good evening, Marcus. I thought I'd let you know about an incident that happened to me with seagulls um, uh, a few years ago, probably about four or five. Yeah. 
I was doing my placement at um, New Brighton um, for when I was doing my degree, and um, at lunchtime I went down to one of the local cafes and bought a pie because it had been recommended to me. And it was about five minutes away from the office, so I thought I'll start eating it while I'm walking back. And I lifted the pie out of the paper bag, and next thing a flock of seagulls swooped on me and stole the pie right out of my hand before I'd even had a bite. Really? Yeah. And they were the big gulls. That's next level. I know. I felt like I was in the bed. (laughs) (laughs) And I was quite traumatised by it, and everybody else laughed at me. And it's been a source of continual hilarity for the family ever since. Why did they laugh like it was expected? No, they just laughed because the situation sounded funny, I guess. Yeah, I mean, look, I've, yeah... because they, they, they'll, eat, they'll eat meat, won't they? They'll eat anything. Is that right? It was a meat pie, I presume? Yeah, it was like a mince and cheese or something. I can't remember it because I never got to taste it. But, yeah, they swooped and took it right out of my hand and then landed about 10 metres away and fought over it. You think the shopkeeper would have had warnings? Like, didn't well, open the pie unless you're in a certain place or something like that? <laughs> You'd think so, yeah. But, yeah, I thought you might get a bit of a laugh out of that too. Because we've fed them. I mean, quite often we'll chuck bread outside at home, you know, to feed them. But they're daft birds, and they just hang on the roof waiting so and, and squawking, so it's never good. But they always fly in. They're daft birds because they'll always, they'll always fly in and grab some slice of bread or a bit of a crust, but they kind of – overrate their ability, so they inevitably take it up and then drop it, then someone else gets it. So I can't quite, I mean, they're stupid birds. Yeah. So I um, I sort of like was fuming and, and a bit um, upset, and all the way back to the office, I kept saying, I hope the pie burnt your damn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it wouldn't. I'm sure they've got, you know, as they say, they've got stomachs like a seagull. They get anything. Yeah, cast iron, yeah. Nice to talk, Julian. Thank you. I guess the reason for me with all the birds on the bluff road and the ones that seem to be the seagulls I've seen that look like they've been um, killed, I just wonder. I don't know this. I just wonder if people who are going fishing are chucking bait or stuff out or filleting fish on the way home and that's what the seagulls are coming and taking. I wonder if it's related to people going fishing or if it's just, in fact, there's not enough food for them at sea and they're going for roadkill. I never noticed them dead on the road, and recently I've noticed a, a, not a huge number, uh, but you know more than five, less than twenty, which has surprised me. Marcus, the lady with the pie and the seagulls, reminded me of that time a few years ago. Nelson, we're at a cafe down the waterfront, uh, and each table was armed with a water cannon to keep the birds away. It's amazing how they knew which cannons were empty, and which tables never had them. Have a great evening. Marks have a fear of seagulls sitting outside of the cafe in Westport eating when one landed on a table. I got such a fright, jumped quickly to my head away, dropped the food, hit the one of the cafe with my head full force. Just about knocked myself out. Marcus was shocked yesterday to see a large seagull swoop down and caught a sparrow in midair and flew away with it in its mouth. Seagull stole my last piece of sushi out the back and put it away and I got a fright. 
Mike, it's Marcus. Good evening. Yeah, good evening, Marcus. I th- I thought that all seagulls had black on their backs, but anyway, I think it, I think it is their beaks. Most seagulls have red beaks, and the New Zealand endemic seagull has black beaks, and they're the endangered ones. So they're called I black think. beaked, not black backed, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah. Most seagulls got black and grey and white on them, black on their wings. You know what I mean? It's the beaks. There's very few under twenty thousand or something black. Beat seagulls. Okay. But I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to, I think your doc and those crowds are trying to change people's perception of them. Yeah, exactly. So everyone should be on the lookout for beat the seagulls with black beaks. You know, kids can play it and everyone that goes to the beach is now looking for black beaked seagulls. Quite spectacular, quite spectacular looking the black beaked one when you look at a picture because they've got, um, they don't have the colour in the eyes like the other ones. They've got white eyes, not red eyes. Yeah, there's a few things like yeah. How about the um, there's the uh, there's the there's the there's the black backed gull, the karoru, the red billed gull, yeah. and then the black billed gull. So there seems to be yeah, three different and black billed, red billed and black billed are like cousins. The others are bigger, like people call them the mollyhawk. They're still gulls, but they're sort of sort of you know heading towards the albatross sort of way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um... And are the black-backed ones fine, are they? I suppose they are. We'll look into it, Mike. Thank you. 15 past 11. Fraser, it's Marcus. Good evening. Hey, mate. I just was leaving the depot, and I had to um, pull over and talk about this one. Um, there's um, three species of seagull. There's the uh, black-backed gull, which is uh, which is quite common. And um, then there's the red-billed gull, which is just been classified as an endemic subspecies and it's, their populations are sort of decreasing. And then there's the, um, the black-billed gull, which is found throughout the South, Southland, South Island, and uh, that's the critically endangered one. And there's a few populations breeding in um, Rotorua and Tupor. Are the num- do they, have they got a vibe reading on the black-backed one? Are the numbers all right? Yeah, they're, they're pretty, um, pretty secure. They're the most common one they found all throughout New Zealand. Yeah, like like millions of them. You are hundreds of thousands, almost a million. Yeah, yeah. So they're all quite all native, and they're all um, unique to New Zealand. The blackback gulls found throughout sort of the southern hemisphere, anyway. But there's various. I think New Zealand is classified as a subspecies, so it could be considered endemic. But um, yeah, all of them are um, native slash endemic. Yeah. Do you find them quite yeah. far inland? Uh, Blackback gulls is a breeding colony actually um, on the central plateau there. There's quite a healthy one, sort of a national park there in um, Tongariro. So they're found okay. um, from the um, southern Tartic Islands all the way to the, the highest, some of the highest ground in New Zealand. Yeah, they're quite an adaptable species, the blackback gull. So they're not just a, yeah. they're not just a coastal seabird that we assume they are. They'll go anywhere. They go anywhere. Yeah, pretty much. All of New Zealand seagulls are, um, can be found in land. Uh, Rotorua's got the only population of uh, reaper gulls that actually breed in. That's the only one that's breeding in land. They breed around South Point where on Polynesian spars and it's also one of the very few places where all three um, are found. They will breed on that little bit of land next to South Point there. So if you're inland, yeah. what, do you, what do you eat? Dead mammals or something? Dead sheep or something? Oh, blackback gulls, yeah. They, um, Maggots. They... <laughs> they eat anything. They eat roadkill. That they sometimes compete with um, the harriers on um, 
roadkill. They do unknown predate on birds. They can um, kill birds and you know, eat anything from insects to berries and grass seed. And um, red-billed gulls are predominantly um, the um, they're predominantly uh, plankton feeders. They're, before humans arrived, their main population was um, the three kings and um, Kaikoura, where there's a lot of uh, deep water that rises okay. quite quickly. Yeah, and the um, so, f- so, so uh, Fraser, if I and this is good for you because knowing your bird knowledge and your truck knowledge, if I'm yeah. seeing seagulls dead on the road, which I don't normally see, would that be because people are throwing their fish guts out on the way back from bluff, or it's because they're short of food, or it's because it's hot and they're lethargic? Why would they be getting run over on the road? I've got. I, I really hope not, but a lot of a few people do think of seagulls as quite annoying, and some people do shoot them. So hopefully it's not shooting, but I yep. possibly just them being on the road and people just deliberately going for them. I, I think could be the reason, particularly if there's um, around this time of year a lot of fledging seagulls are um, leaving their nest, and um, they can be quite. I just hope that that isn't the case, but they can be quite a Tempting target. Yeah, I, ne- I never see them on the road, but I've just seen the deer. Because a mate of mine told me in yeah. the winter, because birds are, you know, cold blooded, that in the winter they be- they become quite slow and they will be slow to get off the road and they get hit more often then. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, birds are actually um, warm blooded, actually. Oh, warm blooded. There we go. Yeah. 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 But so that, do they get lethargic in the winter? Not really. No. They're, they're, quite, okay. they're still quite active. They can regulate their body temperature and they can get that temperature okay. up if it's quite cold. Yeah. I'll let you go. Where are you heading for? Uh, just leaving Auckland, heading back to um, home sweet home. Topol, it's bloody muggy here in Auckland. It's, it's like so, Thailand, actually. So we it's it's like Fiji, it's Thailand, it's the third muggiest <laughs> day ever. Jeepers. Yeah, it's like I just came out of the cold store and it's like, oh, wow, I can't can't wait to get back to Topol, but that's 26 degrees this afternoon, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll let you get back to your, I'll let you get back to your Freddie Mercury tapes. Ah, oh, Galileo Figueroa, you know it, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> nice to talk, Fraser. Thank you, 20 past 11. How about this heat?